Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther coming to you live. From the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host Joey No Chill Freno. Hello, Andy. Welcome back to Los Angeles. I'm thrown off. There's have you have you been wearing the Jay Cutler shirt for 12 straight days? That's, a, <laughs> that's the first thing you wore on our trip. The last thing I see you in. Yeah, I I ended the trip with what I wore. Same exact outfit, actually. It's your travel outfit. It's comfortable as hell, dude. Well, what about your outfit? Oh, this? Let's talk about it. Uh, it's pretty magical. Pretty good outfit. Would you get I'd even this? say it's a great outfit. Would you Certainly get this? not a mediocre outfit. I can assure you of that. Oh. This is just. I got I do Okay, first of all, you came over, I was asleep on the couch. My door open. Yeah. I I got I got to like wake up right now. Yeah. Wake up. It's magic time. I'm this is my ode to Ryan Fitzmagic. The current Leader in the NFL MVP clubhouse. After two games. Yeah. You would give it to him over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's an, an interesting choice. Sure. Well, Chiefs were good last year. Bucks, terrible last year. One change at the most important position. Two games. Yeah, against, this, against the Saints and the defending world champion Eagles. I thought this would be... I thought for sure this was about to be the chain episode. I've got mine on. Yours is over here waiting for you. What chain am I wearing? This The giant L chain. You, you Mr. Love's quarterback rating? 150 in over two games? Love Ryan it. Fitzmagic? Man, I got to wake up. You're, you're coming in hot. Woo! You're coming in hot. Hot. I mean, how much football did you watch yesterday? I watched a lot. Did you watch that game? Did you get any? Do you guys have... Uh, you're at your parents' house. I, yeah, we I feel were, like Walt doesn't have the direct TV. No, I have. We were celebrating my dad's birthday, so I watched. A lot of people left at like three, so I caught. I didn't watch as much of that game. I had it on my computer. Uh, look, man. First play of the game, seventy-five yard touch. Boom, Deshaun Jackson. Bucks won't make the playoffs. It's certainly not if they go back to your boy. Dude, it's two games. I'm not worried. But you have to admit, right? Forget the two games. He's played great. It's that last year everybody was on the Bucks train, as happens on Hard Knocks. No one is doubting that the Bucks are a talented team. They have uh, you know, numerous playmakers on both sides of the ball, but they were trash last year. And why were they trash last year? Because I said that they had a fucking fraud leader that no one cares about as their starting quarterback. They replaced him with mediocre journeyman, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has eight touchdowns in two games. He has four 50-yard-plus TDs in two games. His quarterback rating, which I know you love so much, 150. You know the max is 158. Why are you so—I'm not even going to do this discussion again about quarterback rating. Yeah, I do like quarterback rating. So does everyone else. It's like not liking war in baseball. No, it's not like that at all. Did you watch? Uh, let's. We're, we're going to go through all the games. Quick question. We'll obviously come back to it. Did you watch Sunday Night Football? 
You watched the Giants game? I did watch the whole thing. Pretty piss poor quarterbacking performance by my quarterback, Eli Manning. Well, 98.6 quarterback rating. Well, here's the deal about last night's game. God, I do have a lot to say about last night's game. Where, where do you want to start? Well, let's go through where, what, what game do you want to start with? Well, you obviously don't want to start with the Bucks game. No, we you are. You obviously don't want to start with taking, That's fine. taking an L. But what am I taking an L? On, a medi- on calling a guy mediocre who's obviously not mediocre. I'm not changing that after two games. Okay. It's not about two games. It's, it's about 14 it's, seasons. It's about 15 seasons. Eight teams. Eight teams. Did, 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 you, see the, did you see the gif or, or the, the, the thing on him? I thought it was so funny. Have you seen this? No. Because it's true. It, it's so funny. Was it the graphic? 11 yeah. offense coordinators? No. The Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle. It's a giant circle. It says, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know where you technically want to start it because it's a giant circle. It's like, we'll start it here. Gets signed as backup. Then goes to starter gets hurt, thrown into game. Then it goes to plays very well, earned starting spot. Then it goes to get paid. Then it goes to suck. Then it goes to get released. And it's this giant circle that he's basically done for 14 years. He was, again, the starting quarterback for a decade across multiple teams. There's 16 games in the NFL. He had a he had 9 straight years where he started 10 plus games. That makes him the starter. But Joe, if he I don't even know what you're watching if you can't say he's a good quarterback after watching 2 weeks. I no this is this is what I don't understand. This Does is he where, have to win the MVP? No, this is where you and I just I just don't know where to go from here because He's played for eight teams. Yeah, all bad. But but that's just not true. Okay, so name the not bad teams he's played for. The we, Bucks, the Jets. W- my my argument on him again, a good quarterback. So here, just just let, hold on, let me finish. Let, if, I want to just know one thing: when you're faced with complete and utter factual information that you're wrong, will you ever take an L? I'm giving you facts right yeah. now. But you're Good giving me past facts. Give me current 2018 facts. He's playing great right now. You can't tell me he's not playing. A, of course you not. You can't tell me he's a mediocre quarterback that has found the ability to play great no, through I'm two saying, games. I'm saying he's playing great football through two games. So, but how, but so explain that to me. Can a guy who's slow run a 4-4 on a whim? Dude, all I'm saying, and look, and, and, and I don't want to, I'm not going to do this because we just don't agree. All I'm saying is I stand by my argument of, a good quarterback stays the starter for that team for multiple years. He has not been able to do that. So not Alex Smith. Ho- hold on, hold on. He has not been able to do that on any team. Right. That's a fact. He 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 had a good year with the Jets, 10 and 6, follows it up with 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. You know, this is this is the trend from him. He's playing And then the Jets got another quarterback. And then they were one of the worst teams in football. It's almost like they were bad. But but again, Joe, this is where you, this is where you are. You're hypocritical of yourself. If we're gonna diss a guy like a like a Dwight Howard who bounces from team to team, what's the difference between him and Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, Dwight Howard's a good basketball player. Dwight Howard's just not by any means uh, some sort of Hall of Famer or legend or whatever. He's a good basketball player, no doubt about it. Good. But you shit on someone like him yeah. all the time. Again, we do this every episode. It's where people rank players. 
you can't you can't label somebody something and then just say, oh, well, this is some sort of weird exception to the rule. Suddenly, a mediocre quarterback learned to play the game at the highest possible level for two straight games against two great teams. This, the Saints are debatable They're after their first two games is a great team. Okay. They were a good team last year, right? They were a playoff team last year. They have a lot of talent. The Eagles are the defending Super Bowl champs. And they only beat the Browns because the guy shanked the fucking extra point. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, dude, dude, my thing, I'm not changing my opinion on Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's had two great games. He's had two great games. Right. You, you can catch lightning in a bottle for two great games. Sure. Is he going to do this for 16 games? He could. I don't see it happening. No. But but again, you know th- this whole this whole thing just doesn't make sense to me, and, and that's all I'm going to say. For the last time, he has not consistently played well to remain a starter on any organization. So, okay, great. So that's well, a again, fact. Again, we're go- so again 15 years, nine straight years as the starter in some capacity. So you're saying that. Alex Smith isn't a good quarterback. Now moved on from now two teams moved on. Kirk Cousins not good. Two. Kirk two. Cousins not good. We're the, talking eight, dude. To compare two teams versus eight teams is hilarious. But good teams with good records, moving on from him, saying you're not the guy. Goodbye, Kirk Cousins. Franchise tag, franchise tag. Can't get a contract. Franchise tag, franchise tag. Gone. Kirk Cousins is, yes, far better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Great. But his team said, not our guy. Year after year after year. We are not committed to you being our guy. But there's a And huge... then they said, goodbye. But, but the... Bye. that's a dumb comparison. Why? Because, because they didn't cut him. Again, eight teams. They still kept him around. He had to keep earning it. This is what I don't get. He's not earning a starting spot anywhere. He's always the backup. But when you say he's not earning a starting spot, you mean he was the starter for a decade. He wasn't the starter. Are they signing him? Oh, oh, oh wait. Let, 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 let's go over the teams. Let's go over the teams who brought him okay, in. So here we go. Jameis Winston no, will start finish. week four. If we're gonna have an argument, Jameis Winston will start week four. Number one overall. If pick. we're gonna have an argument, you need to let me say my point. Yep. And this is my point. Ryan Fitzpatrick was brought in as a starter for a couple different teams that I believe. Uh, Buffalo, he signed a big deal. Shit the bed. Jets, he was their starter. Again, one good season, one dog shit season. He couldn't stay the starter in Tennessee. He couldn't stay the starter in Houston. I just, dude, that's all I'm saying is he couldn't stay the starter in any of these teams. And here he is, 15 years later, beating the champs. About to take the starter job from the number one overall pick. About to take the starter job for a guy you could call, you called a potential MVP. About to do it. It's almost like some of those people were wrong. Almost. It almost seems like that. Almost seems like some of those people were wrong, including you. And some of those people were right, including me. Dude, you you sit on this, this pedestal. You sit on this high horse, and it's so funny to me after two games. because It's be- not about two games. It's about 15 seasons. Of eight teams. And two games with a good team playing at the highest possible so, level. So, so Joe, let, let's bring in Eli into this because this will, this will actually work Great. well into this discussion. Great. You, you stick by Eli's durability yep. to start for one team for 15 years, which I agree with. That's Eli's number one probably good thing. Yep. He's, he's durable. He stays, he stays with one team. Yep. He consistently plays. 
whether it's Eli or anyone else, when you stay on the field, when one team has your back, that, that's a great thing to have for any quarterback. So this is where Eli is basically put on a pedestal because of his durability to stay with one well, team. Well, durability and staying with one team are two different things, but I, durability meaning not getting hurt. Well, That's durability. Well, regardless, Longevity. one team is sticking with him. The right. New York Giants have said, we're going to stick yes. with Eli Manning. Yes. It's almost like the Giants, the Patriots, the Packers, the Steelers, the Vikings. It's almost like there are teams that have been well run. And it almost is like there are teams like the Bills, the Rams, the Texans, the Titans, the Jets, the Bengals that have always been who the fuck knows what the fuck we're doing. Well, and those you, teams, you could say that, but yeah. numbers wise, that wouldn't back it up. And especially we can I love I can bring you can bring up the Bengals all we want again. He had the same people that Carson Palmer had. Palmer played a lot better the next year when Palmer was back and healthy. Dude, it is what it is. But but Eli... Oh, no one's saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick is as good as Carson Palmer. No one's saying that. I can I can tell you why I don't think Carson Palmer was ever going to win a Super Bowl, but I can't but that doesn't mean he wasn't a good quarterback. I can tell you why how he shits the bed in the high pressure moment because Carson Palmer great at beating bad teams, and, and terrible Ryan, at beating good teams. And Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't throw four interceptions right. with, great. when the playoff game all, was on the line. Happens all the time. With, with that ten and six Jets. All, happens all the time. Russell Wilson threw four interceptions in the NFC Championship game. Guys throw interceptions. It happens all the time. But to call a guy mediocre who's been in the league 15 years is playing at an MVP level, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to somebody who is good. That's it. We just have different. Let's just be a fucking sports show. Let's just be a we, show where we watch sports, we digest what's happening, okay. and then we talk about it. We, we should. Yeah. Because let's talk about Eli then. Great. Let, let's, let's talk let's do about it. it. Last week, Russell Wilson sacked yep. six times. Yep. It's all on Russell. It's all yep. on Russell. It's all on Russell. Yep. He's going to do this. Yep. And, and what did I say? I yep. said, you know, defenses can play well. Yeah. They can play good. Yep. They can, they can have good games. They can play well. So I'm watching the Giants game last night. Who sacked six times? Am I going to put those six sacks on Eli? Well, fuck no. Here's what you should put on Eli Manning. But, but, but hold on, but hold on. I want you to answer that question. Yeah. You put all those sacks last week, the same exact amount, yep. six. Well, no, I didn't on, put them all on him. Uh, basically on Russell Wilson. We can go back and listen. Right. But, well, here's what I've done. Are you? Are, let me well, I, this. I, will, I will. Are you going to put I, those on Eli? Because I'm not. I will I'm talk. Gonna, I will talk at length about Eli Manning's performance. And what I will do is say this: the reason that I put those sacks on Russell Wilson, not every single sack, but a lot of teams seem to suddenly come up with a great defensive strategy and a great get to the quarterback when they play Russell Wilson. That happens a lot to Russell Wilson. Okay, here's let's let's talk. I'll go deep on Eli Manning last night. You know what I hated about Eli Manning last night? 75 percent of his passes completed. You know what I hated about Eli Manning last night? 98.6 passer rating. You know what I hated about Eli Manning last night? Sacked six times. You know what I hated about Eli Manning last night? When they got in the red zone and they were down 13-7 and they were on the four yard line, he Russell Wilson a wide-open Saquon Barkley. Instead of sitting in the pocket and hitting that guy and making that a 13-7 football game, he pulled, hold on, he pulled his eyes down, he ran, 
and he got fucking destroyed. Eli Manning, for the first time in his entire career, played the most un-Eli Manning checked down. Looked spooked by the pass rush. Didn't stand in the pocket and deliver. You're absolutely right. For the first time in my history as a New York Giants fan, I'm willing to say, you know what? Maybe the idea that three more years at Eli Manning is not the right answer because he played a peak 27-year-old Russell Wilson type of game. 75% of his passes, tons of checkdowns, great quarterback rating, one touchdown, no interceptions. So this and is a, got fucking lit up and looked spooked in the pocket. But but hold on, this is what's so funny about that. When I tweeted out, what's he supposed to do there? On the one play where he just gets bum yeah, rushed, the answer is nothing. But when that happens to Russell Wilson, it's his fault, according to you. No, no, that's not according to me. That's not my point. The point is when a guy gets rushed like that, it's being able to stand in the pocket the next play and deliver a strike like that never happened, which Eli Manning has done throughout his career, which is why he's been a quarterback in the NFL for 15 seasons, which is why he's sixth all time in everything, which is why he has two Super Bowl fucking MVPs, which is why he beats great teams even when they're not as even when the Giants are outclassed by those teams cuz he's not going to get fucking spooked by the pass rush. The reason I don't like Kirk Cousins, the reason I don't like Alex Smith, the reason I don't like Russell Wilson is because when fa- the reason I don't like Carson Palmer is when faced with pass rushes like Eli did last night where by the way what the Dallas Cowboys did is stunt the Giants last night because the Giants offensive line has played together for two games and they tried to get them miscommunicating. The Giants weren't outmanned at the line. They were out fucking strategized, which is on your quarterback. And the thing is, with Eli Manning, he didn't fucking adjust, and he did get through. For the first time in his career, I saw him, I saw the fucking pass rush affect his decisions, even on plays where he didn't get sacked. You know what I didn't like about Eli Manning last night? Zero picks. You know why I didn't like that? He didn't attempt to throw the ball downfield. He became Kirk Cousins. He became fucking Russ. He became checked down to the running back and throw for 75% of my passes and have a great quarterback rating and take zero chances. Well, I guess and we fucking- watched two different games because what I see is a guy who had no time to pass the ball. Sure. I see a guy who had fucking guys on his back all night. Here's what you got to see if you ever watch the New York Giants play. That's his day in and day out for 12 of the 15 seasons he's been on the New York Giants. Which is why... So you would prefer... I just want to get this straight. You would prefer him just whipping the ball... You have to take a chance. ...into coverage while he's getting chased by the defense. Yes. You know why? You know why? Because I'll take a covered Odell Beckham over a covering six-foot cornerback who's running backwards. I'll take the freak athlete. Look at how many teams that's their strategy. Look at how many years we went where it was like fade to Gronk, fade to Gronk, fade to Gronk, fade to Jimmy Graham, fade to Calvin Johnson, fade, fade. Sometimes you have to let your playmakers make a play. The only playmaker he attempted to make a play, let make a play last night was Saquon Barkley out of the backfield and Evan Engram in a check down. That's why those were their two leading receivers. He did not try to make his play. That's the first time in the history of the New York Giants under Eli Manning that I saw the pass rush affect him from one play to the next. This sack is going to affect next play. The beauty of Eli Manning is he's an idiot savant, and he might be fucking weirdly 
retarded in a way where he gets destroyed, gets up, and just goes, different play. He's like a fucking shooting guard who's 0 for 40 and keeps shooting. Last night, he pulled his head down. He had those moments. And that's where it's like, maybe 38 Eli Manning isn't the answer for three years. Now, that being said, a washed Peyton Manning with absolutely no ability to throw the ball down the field, won a Super Bowl. But the Giants don't have that Broncos defense. Well, you know what? You, this is where we probably disagree. You know what they need last night? They need a quarterback who can fucking move outside the pocket. They need a mobile quarterback. I don't know how that helps them in that situation. Beca- because he can't extend the plays with his legs at all. He extended a play with the legs. I saw, and then he got and, drilled. And he got drilled when a guy was open. That's my problem with those guys. Yes, would it be great to have Aaron Rodgers who waits till the absolute last second for a guy to come released and then have the ability to get away? Sure. What, who are those guys? Who are those guys? Who is that quarterback? Who is that quarterback that can get away but also keeps their eyes downfield and can make the throw without running? It's not fucking – did you see the last play of the Texans game? It's not Deshaun Watson. I've been very critical of it's not Russell Wilson because I think Russell Wilson does in a ver- far more athletic and young – way exactly what Eli Manning did on that missed red zone opportunity. He pulls it down too quick. He takes off. Now, would he have scored on that play? Maybe. But the point is, Saquon Barkley was wide fucking open. He was wide open. Eli Manning had a game that fucking Alex Smith has all the time, that Russell Wilson has all the time. And if you look at the numbers and you put it into a fucking his stats, he completed 33 of 44 for over 200 yards with a touchdown, no picks, and a 98.6 quarterback rating. In case you were wondering why I think completion percentage and quarterback rating are dog shit, it's because Eli Manning played one of the worst games I've ever seen as a quarterback of the New York Giants But that's last just night, not true. And that's That's just stats. not true. That's, that, that's just hilarious that you would say that's a worse game than him throwing four interceptions. This, this is where we do, you and I, what I've learned, and that's fine. The Cowboys at no point last night hold, ever hold on, thought on a second. that they were going to make a play on them. What I've learned is we just disagree. Our assessments of the quarterback position through our conversations, we just disagree, and that's fine. We disagree on how we assess quarterbacks, and you'd rather have the interception. I'd say, well, you're turning the ball right over. I'd rather take the sack and punt the ball. You, and how did that work out? And how does that work out for the Giants last night? How does that work out for the Seahawks when they have games where they all they do is fucking take sacks and punt? Well, well, well the, here's the thing about the Giants. The Giants have a lot of problems. It, it's they, they have a problem at the quarterback position right now. They obviously have a problem. So wait, do they? Or, I don't understand. Do they or don't they? they I think they have a problem at quarterback, and obviously they so have a big what, O-line problem. But wait, so then we? Are, I'm not sure we are assessing quarterbacks but, 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 last but night. But to me, here's the difference. The difference between Eli and Russell Wilson is... They both get sacked six times. Russell Wilson still made it a game and almost won the game on the road in Denver, still threw three touchdown passes, still used his legs to extend that game. Dude, Eli, I don't know, man. I agree with you. I agree with you despite the fact that he completed 75% of his passes and had a 98.6 quarterback rating. I agree with you. But he's not so throwing we don't t- assess quarterbacks differently. No, we really do because he's not throwing touchdown passes. He's not throwing any passes downfield. He's throwing checkdowns to fucking Saquon Barkley. The same as Alex Smith went a whole season without throwing a touchdown to a wide receiver. I don't know why you keep bringing the up Alex Smith. I'm not, I'm not like this because, big Alex Smith because guy. Because that's why quarterback rating and completion percentage are horseshit. The same way Russell Wilson but goes, he again, doesn't have any receivers. Okay. That's why he doesn't fucking throw touchdowns or receivers. It's not that fucking hard. 
You have to take a shot down the well, field look, Joe, with again. Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. And he took some shots ball. and he didn't get them. He he, th- he threw he threw one pass I I distinctly remember in a triple coverage that went nowhere. Dude, all I'm saying is everyone's going to agree and, and you're not for some reason. That's fine. You're going to disregard one of the major stats that everybody looks at. You you know we're always going to look at touchdowns. You're disregarding it. Did Eli Manning have a hundred quarterback rating as a quarterback last night? Do you think that was a good game? Do you think Eli Manning played well? I think that they have a lot of holes on offense. A hundred is good. A hundred is good. If you look at the all-time completion percentage leaders, it's 98, 99, 100. That's not, that was not a good game. I think, I think taking one game, to, to, to me, you cannot take one game. It's not about one game. And say, oh, this stat doesn't mean anything. When it's not about one game, Andy. It's about the equation. Did he play well last night? Yes or no? The whole offense didn't play well. So we agree. He did not play well. Quarterback rating said he played great. Quarterback rating is stupid. No, Joe. No, because 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 if if if, if we're, again, this is why you failed the SATs. You don't know how proofs work. No, Joe. You don't know how everyone's using this. If we're gonna take the top five all time quarterback ratings, I'm saying, and, and the number one is is Aaron Rodgers, and number two is gonna be Tom Brady or whoever, and you're just gonna say, oh, that doesn't mean anything. Well, maybe it does mean something. Yeah. If two Hall of Famers, two of the goats. That, that's like saying fucking Nikes are the best shoes because fucking uh, Usain Bolt wears Nikes. These are unrelated. They're great quarterbacks. Their numbers are going to be great across the board regardless. Now look at fucking stats that actually matter. Their stats are going to be great too. We're, the end of it. You did not answer the question. Did he or did he not have a good game? He did not play his best game. Okay. This quarterback rating said he played a great game. Where is the divide here? It doesn't say... Again, you're taking one fucking game. So it said he played a great game. You're taking game. one game. It didn't say he played a great season. Dude, it's whatever. A, hold you, on. Answer the fucking question. He, it says he played a great game. So who's wrong? You or quarterback? It rating? does not say that he... Dude. A 98.6 is bad? Or it's good? Or it's great? You, again... You would rather have him throw interceptions. I would not. Okay, I'm, that doesn't matter here or there right now because quarterback rating would prefer he didn't throw an interception. And My question just like to me, you I would not is prefer. he did play – I thought he played very poorly. Quarterback rating says he played great. You said he played bad. Who's wrong here? I said he didn't play his best game. Okay. But I also said – I don't know what it, what he's supposed to do Great. when he snaps the ball and has 16 guys That's hitting fine. him. That's fine. This is where we just disagree. With the whole thing, you want him to just wing the ball downfield. No, occasionally. Stretch the defense. They can't. You can't have a defense where they're playing every single thing in front of them or else you have no chance. That's why they didn't score any points. They didn't. They made no attempt. They didn't throw the ball. You have Odell Beckham. You don't throw it downfield. Joe Flacco, three times a game, goes pass interference or a catch. I don't care. Either one's good for me. Take a fucking chance. The bottom line is, if you look at his raw numbers from last night, it seems like he played a great game. He didn't. He 75% of your passes when you're checking down your running back, Cool. I don't care if you throw 100 of them. Throw the fucking ball. Yeah, 98.6. Great. 200 yards. A touchdown, no interceptions. Okay. Six sacks. 
Six sacks, but, but, a missed but, guy in the but, end zone. But again, on those sacks, dude, this is what we're going to disagree. I, for the most part, I don't put those sacks on Eli. You should. You should put some of them. I Make an adjustment them. at the line of scrimmage when your guys are not fucking blocking. Know who's going to be the one. If your offensive line decides to every play one guy's going to be cut, let loose, figure out who's going to be let loose and go away from him. I, th- I think w- w- when a guy gets sacked a lot, the majority of the time, it's because the defense is playing well. I don't care what quarterback, what game. But we watched the same game, right? The the sack situation in last night's Giants game was... He had no fucking time to throw the ball. And why was that? They were... There was... It was stunting and I know. miscommunication. Collins were guys shut up about it. Flying open. Completely wide open. Not unblocked, not manhandling the Giants off. This idea that the Giants offensive line play bad is true, but it's in communication, not in getting beat up by their defensive front. It was all fucking coming from places that they didn't know they were coming from and nobody having blocked it. So you That's put more, all that on Eli? A lot more of it than on the – He, it's his job. And when it started early in the game, Fine. Okay, this is what they're doing. Fuck, we just got sacked three times in the first half. When you keep doing it in the second half, when you're not making an adjustment as a coach and when you're not making an adjustment as a quarterback at the line, that is on you. This is the first time in my history as a New York Giants fan and as an Eli, unabashed Eli Slurper that I said, this is a different Eli Manning because he's letting it affect him from play to play. He's tucking the ball down and running with guys open. He missed an open Odell Beckham, he didn't see him. He missed an open Saquon Barkley. Maybe it is. Maybe 38-year-old Eli Manning isn't the answer going forward. I'm fine with saying that after watching that performance. I'm also fine with saying, and here's who should kill themselves, any fucking person that's like, oh, this is why they should have taken Darnold. Not the answer. That is not. These two are unrelated. Saquon Barkley looks incredible. But how are they unrelated? Because, first of all, Sam Darnold just lost to the fucking Jets. Sam Darnold has looked what the fuck ever. No one, the idea that this is that the, they passed on any sort of sure thing. Are, are the Rams dumb for taking Gurley and building from there and then getting Goff? Are the, are the Chiefs dumb for having an entire fucking system and then being like, hey, Alex Smith, beat it. We got another guy who they took in the second round who has 10 touchdowns in two weeks. It, the answer isn't just get yourself a number one quarterback and then everything I'm, is fine. Look, I'm not saying that If either. it was, the Browns wouldn't be terrible for two decades well, since they always pick a top five quarterback. Well, I think it's to be determined, but look, man, Eli's had a lot of these same guys for what? Well, how many years now? Like, like Odell and Ingram, sure. like three years now. My, my point Ingram's, is— This is Ingram's second year. Okay. Shepard's third. And, and Odell got hurt last year, obviously. But look, man, all I'm saying is, you know, it, it's it's to be determined on all that. If they on should, what? On the Darnold? If they should have taken a quarterback? It's, it's only—I don't even think it is to be determined. It's only to be determined if you don't think Saquon Barkley is a world-class running back. Anybody that watches that game and sees the him catching the ball at the backfield and getting runs where he made every first tackler miss. Oh, I know. Collinsworth wouldn't shut up about yeah, it. I, I mean, the idea that— there's a question. This whole thing that, oh, you're never going to... If the Giants are going to be awful, then the Giants get another top five pick, and what the fuck are we talking about? If the Giants aren't going to be awful, then they can still... like Look at the best quarterbacks in football right now. 
Aaron Rodgers was 24th. Tom Brady's a sixth-round pick. Pat Mahomes is a second-round pick. Drew Brees is a second-round pick. Ben Roethlisberger went 11th. Like the idea, who are the who are the number one guys and number two guys that is so fucking unbelievable that this is some sort of miss on Darnold or Mayfield or Josh Allen combined. All those quarterbacks have one win. Sam Darnold won at Detroit. Josh Allen hasn't won. Josh Rosen hasn't won. Mayfield hasn't won. I know, but don't. But again, I'm not making any claims on any of that shit. On anything in the NFL, we're two weeks in. It's a 17 week season. About, about what? About about Darnold if they should have taken him or Josh right. Rosen. Or, I, I'm saying right. No one can. Hold on. So you, we can agree. The jury is out on all those quarterbacks. Yes. Okay. How about on Saquon Barkley? Is the jury out? I think he'd be good wherever he plays. I agree. So the jury ain't out on Saquon Barkley. But, but hold so on. I'm fine with that pick. But, but it's it's also two different positions. I I 100% agree. I mean, we're talking about a quarterback. Yes. I, I think running backs are... I, I don't want to say disposable, but running backs... That's why nobody takes running backs in the top five anymore. They took Zeke. They took Saquon. They showed the stat last night. The last guy to go top five besides those two, who was it? But just like we were talking about the golden age of quarterbacks, I think that that is going to start regressing because now we're going to go with more guys who don't. I don't think we're going to see the 20-year guy. I don't. I just don't think we're going to see it if we're doing RPOs and quarterbacks got to be fucking mobile and all this. I don't think you're going to see Brady, Breeze, Manning, Roethlisberger, Rivers. I don't think you're going to see that again. And Gurley, Zeke, Saquon. Look around the league where these Le'Veon Bell. Look around the league where these fucking dominant backs are making teams really, really good. In the '80s and the '90s. You had those guys. You had fucking Marcus Allen. You, every team had their go-to back. And those teams were really good. Football changes. It goes through cycles. Am I saying that Saquon is going to change the Giants organization? No, but I'm saying I now know he's going to be great. Are those other guys? I don't know. I don't know. And also, it's kind of a win-win. If Eli Manning sucks and it's over, now we have a running back and a top five pick. The idea, the only people that are for this are Jets, Jets well, fans. Well, are like no, not necessarily. I've read a lot of articles on it. The reason that people are saying, again, the jury's still out. I agree. Two weeks in. The jury's still out on everything for this season. It's fucking two weeks, people. It's a 17-week season. The reason people are saying that is mainly because it was such a deep quarterback class, and this year will not be nearly as deep. That, that's all people are saying. Okay. But the jury's not out of Mahomes after two weeks. He also sat for a year. Right. He was also a second-round pick on a good team. Well, of course. But again. Right. But- My point is simply that the idea that the Giants, because Eli Manning played poorly, which I agree with last night, and the Giants are 0-2, made the wrong pick at two, to me is ludicrous. And and honestly, when you watch last night's game, if they made the wrong picket too, it's that they didn't take Nelson. That's who they made the wrong picket to. To me, if you watch that game. The idea that this 
is some sort of mismanaged, bungled. There was five quarterbacks in. Who knows? Like we we've seen the deep quarterback trap. Remember the fucking RG three, Andrew Luck. How is that Andrew Luck RG three deep quarterback draft working out? One two. RG three is a fucking backup on the Ravens, and Andrew Luck for the first time in four years the Colts don't start zero and two. It's not fucking. This, nothing is set in stone. These are the great quarterbacks. No, I again, I agree. We agree. The jury's still out. Yeah. I'm, I'm team, by the way, I've always been team Saquon as far as his ability. Now, don't get him killed fucking checking down to him 14 times a game. I like him, but can we, like, other people need to get the ball. Good luck with that, man. Dude, I didn't get you, get you some Harry's razors for that chest hair, bro. man. Chest hair is the best hair. I can't believe, shout out to Destonian86. Talk about the worst hot take of the day. Calling out Ryan Fitzpatrick. Has anything ever been cooler than Ryan Fitzpatrick pulling that at the press conference? Here's the deal. We can disagree about Ryan Fitzpatrick on this discussion of mediocre and good. We will agree on his outfit. Fucking great. Loved it. I mean, and just trolling people. Here's the thing about Fitzpatrick. I like him as a person. And it's not even that I dis... I don't, first of all, I don't dislike the guy. No. You're just calling a guy who has, you know, by all measures, been a top 30 quarterback in the alive on the planet for the last 15 years. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's playing in the Mediocre NFL. Because he's playing in the NFL. Right. Of course, he's at the, every, every right. person who's playing on a team is a top 30 quarterback. Right, exactly. Anyway... I, I got to get those the, those top thirty shaves in with my Harry's razors. Just don't just don't come anywhere near my chest here with that fifth trimmer blade. It'll be too close. You know, my my dad was whining. He's like, "Ah, oh, I need more Harry's razors. I love those Harry's razors." When I was home, I go into his cabinet. I was gonna give him a couple of mine. I go, dad, you got six of these things here. Six like razor blades. Yeah, and and no one's not and no one's as hairy as me and my family. So I said, "Dad, how long does a blade last you?" He said, three weeks." So that's 18 weeks. <laughs> and then my brother Greg started arguing. He's like, no, I want to take Andy's Harry's Razors. I love me some Harry's. The Ruther family is all about Harry's Razors, and you guys should be too. They have this amazing trial offer, which you can claim by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. That gets you a $13 value trial set with everything that comes, everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, that weighted ergonomic handle. Five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover, which I had the entire trip. Dirt balls. You can redeem this trial set. Just go to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know we sent you. And, uh, yeah, send me a screenshot. Get them koozies, fam. I might just extend that all year. The whole year? I'm in a good mood. Even though you came at me hot. You, you you found me sleeping on my couch, on the den couch, and you're like, I got I got I, I got. mean, I don't know how you watched those first two weeks of Fitz Magic and weren't I mean, I would have been here with whatever you needed prepared to back up your ludicrous I mean, not wearing the L chain. I should not be the only person in a chain right now. I'm just gonna say that. Again, I, I am a man who likes to value 14 full seasons. He's had two good games. It, it, it would be like saying Jeremy Lin is an amazing point guard for his 15 games he did with the Knicks. I will look at Jeremy Lin's 
full career. Let's see if Jeremy Lin's still in the NBA. Fifteen seasons. Let's see. Well, they're they're actually similar. They both played for a shit ton of teams, and they both have the backup slash starter role. So actually, Jeremy Lin is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm going to title the episode that. How's it make you feel? Sure, go for it. Does it bother you, Prano? No, not at all. Is it Knicks? I fan? mean, I know, I know the, I know a hundred percent the difference between the two. What, which is what? Which is Mike D'Antoni is a point god. He turns every, he turns fucking Chris Duhon into a twenty assist a game guy. He's he is. I mean, he turned James Harden fucking six man of the year and MVP point guy. Like, I mean, it's a completely different, like, system, talk about system QB. By the way, I want to say something before we continue. I mean, we're not talking about, we're not putting Dirk Cutter as the football equivalent of Mike D'Antoni, are we? I, I want to say something before we continue, because I saw a lot of tweets yesterday. Guys, this is football season. Joe and I are going to argue a lot, so get used to it. There's no bad blood between us. No bad blood. At all. No. I think Andy's dumb, and I'll <laughs> tell him it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm trying to teach him. He refuses to learn. I'm trying to teach you the things to look for and the things to ignore, and you're not interested. It's cool. It's why the show works. We disagree. You sit on over there, things. fucking in your own world, and I sit over here, you know, in mine. And you'll never. You, I'm trying. The water's warm. Come on in. You don't want to hear it. You very. You, you're a very stubborn man. I'm not stubborn. And you'll be laying down in a fucking sound bath one day, and you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's whole career will make sense. You'll be like. Right. It's very hard to be in the NFL, and he's been there 15 years. But no one's denying that. You know, this is my new slogan on, on Fitzy. Good enough to be in the NFL, not good enough to stay a starter consistently for the same team. That's basically it. And, and that's, that's a fact. And then you have to reassess what that means to how good a player is. That's my point. You don't stick around... When you're not good enough to be the starter, unless guys think you are good enough. But again, we, we just have Sam Bradford again. I got into a Charlie, Minnesota fucking Photoshop dirtball. He's bringing up Sam Bradford's numbers. Call, call me in seven years if Sam Sam Bradford not, might not make it through this year. You watch Sam it, Bradford? You watching that game? Yeah, it was bad. He's terrible. The whole team's terrible. Yeah. But he's the definition of a mediocre quarterback. He came into the league, a number one overall pick, has had all the chances on lots of good teams, and he makes them worse. And then they replace him with backups, proper backups, and the team gets better. As opposed to the other way around. When the starter leaves, Fitzpatrick takes over, and he makes them better. It's the complete opposite. Sam Bradford has had a million chances on the Eagles, the Vikings, the fucking Cardinals, the Rams, and he makes teams worse. Just looking at YouTube comments, seeing what's going on. Sam, this might be Sam Bradford's last year in the league. How much worse? How how bad do you have to do for well, guys to just go? You know what? They're, we're wrong. Well, the upside we, isn't there. Can we can we actually can we just talk about the shitty teams? Now we're talking about. Yeah, I just want to talk about a few. Of the let's shitty run teams. through some shitty teams. Let's run through some shitty teams. Bills. Well, well let's start Arizona real quick. Terrible. Uh, you know, I watched on my computer from my dad's kitchen 
up until twenty seven nothing. Then I just said, okay, there's other games on. Like I, I, I mean, can't. First, the Rams are really good. Yes, and the Cardinals are really bad. Yes, end yeah. of story. Yeah, and I can make a hundred percent guarantee. The Arizona Cardinals will have a top two pick next year. They'll draft a quarterback, and Sam Bradford will never take that quarterback's job. They they're definitely a top five top five pick. I don't see them winning many games. Bills, you just touched on them. Awful. I mean, I literally it was twenty one to three before I I didn't even know what had happened. Awful. At home. Talk about I mean, talk about wasting a game last year. Like the the Bills never should have been in the playoffs last year. They showed that when they got there. Anybody that thought the Bills were going to be good this year, throw yourself through a table. Jump into Niagara Falls, actually. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, poor Josh Allen, too. Great example of a guy that's like, I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he'll ever be good. He might He might be fucking David Carr. He might be in and out of the league without anybody knowing if he's ever good because his team fucking stinks. Yeah, it's going to be a rough season in Buffalo. It's going to be bad. But I will say, I thought the I thought the Cowboys, not to go back to it, they're going to be a little better than I thought. They're def- they're not going to be that much better than you thought. I said four to five wins, man. I set the bar low. I'm set. I'm keeping the bar right around that area. They they're bad. The Giants were worse. You watch that game as a Giants fan. I watched that game, and we fucking stunk. Offensively, defensively, giving up big plays. Tavon Austin, that guy's in football. He's he's fucking making plays. Yeah, in the Dallas Cowboys. We're in the game. 13, 13 nothing. When the Giants have the ball inside the five, thirteen seven is a different game. That's right, Eli. I put that that one play entirely on Eli. He misses it. He gets lit up, holding. Boom, they move back, and now it's 13-3. Well, but here's the deal about the Cowboys. If their D can play, and Collinsworth was even saying this. If their defense can play well, it'll keep them in games. Offensively, I think they're going to struggle because, right. again, but here's the, they don't have any receivers. Here's the thing. If your strategy is every week our defense has to have one guy on our defensive front left alone on every play, that's not it. Yeah, they played. It was a combination. They came with a great game plan. And they took advantage of a offensive line that's been playing together for two weeks. And they made some great plays. I don't think that that defense is going to be a fucking lights-out defense. No, I agree, but that's what I'm saying. But if they can play well enough to get them to eight or nine wins, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the Cowboys are mediocre. All right, let's talk about some more shitty teams. Dude, Cleveland. I mean, here's the deal. I stand by this, and I keep saying this. Their D is going to be good. Their D is good. Their D has kept them in both games. That's not easy to go into New Orleans. It's almost like Tyrod Taylor shouldn't be a starter in the NFL. I don't think he should. And I don't. Did you watch any of that game? Uh, How many wins the Browns have? They have Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. Andy Ruther. Serious question. I think if they have anybody but Tyrod, they might have two wins. In fact, did you hear what Daryl Johnson said yesterday? Daryl Johnston was already saying during the game when it was like towards the end, he goes, he goes, what do you got to lose? Put it in Mayfield. He was like, look, dude, Tyrod just, he, he can't score the ball with them. 
The defense is holding the Saints. Oh, but he's got, look at his touchdown-interception ratio. He doesn't throw the pick. He doesn't turn the ball over that much. Blah, 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 blah. It's almost like some of these stats have to be taken out of the vacuum of what the fuck they are. Touchdowns. Exactly. Because he's not fucking throwing the ball downfield. But that's the difference. Because he's a fucking, he's a play it safe when I have to. I can run Mr. Fucking Safe Guy. No Russell Wilson, I'll tell you that much. Oh, he is? Of course he's not a Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a very, very good NFL quarterback. It's just ludicrous to to talk about him with the great NFL quarterbacks. Agree to disagree? Okay, yeah. Cleveland. They're now 0-1-1. They trade Josh Gordon to the Pats. They're fucking kickers getting death threats. They, when you're a good team... You win close games. They've lost two, or they have have not won two. What do we who's make that, of the, Who's on that? Who's that on? The coach. Josh Gordon. we got to talk about that trade. He's going to the Pats for a fifth-round pick. I mean, that's basically, a, that's basically for free. I love this move for New England. I'll tell you what. So it works. It fails, big deal. Right, exactly. That's the only reason it's a great move for them. It fails, but honestly, it fails. Josh Gordon, I mean, again, we're talking about a guy who was what? Good when? Five years ago? Game moves fast, man. This dude's not playing football. DeAndre Hopkins is a top receiver in the league. He wasn't even in football five years ago. Like, oh, he's one of the best in the league. Odell Beckham wasn't in the league when Josh Gordon was one of the best in the league. Antonio Brown was like in his fucking third year after, you know, a 600-yard season and a whatever year. Like, the guys who are the best receivers in the league weren't in the league when he was one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. So he led the NFL in receiving yards and and average yards per game in 2013. That's five years ago. Yeah. But again, I like the move for the, like we said. Yeah, because it costs them zero. What are the Patriots? They don't care. Great. It works. It works. Did you watch that game yesterday? The Pats game? They're struggling offensively. Right. And not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to. What was my Andy Ruther pick of the week? He picked the Jags. Straight up, man. This is not the same Patriots team, guys. The fact that they're going for Josh Gordon shows you. Well, I mean, they've done this before. And sometimes it's worked and sometimes it hasn't. Chad Ochocinco and and fucking Moss and I mean they've they they Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, they've tried this. It's you hit know, or miss. It's hit or miss, but it's also like it's one of those things where they also need I mean, how many catches did Gronk have? One for however many yards. They also just need to go, hey, this guy may not be a competent receiver, but he was the best receiver in football five years ago. So you might want to guard him just in case. Now you can't have three guys on Gronk. You can't have what, however many guys on uh, Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. Like you have to, and they're going to get a receiver back, right? Like it's certainly worth it. It's it's worth it for a fifth round pick. Jacksonville's good, man. But I also don't hate it from the Browns saying, "Fine, get the fuck off our team." Who cares? The idea of giving up on Josh. What they should do 
is they should take a fucking page out of their own goddamn playbook and also give up on Hugh Jackson. While we're giving up on people. <laughs> I get it. You thought he was going to be good. You thought Josh Gordon was going to be good. Uh, it could be a tough... Yeah. Poor Hugh. Hugh has that, that same look on his face all games. I'm going to find myself watching a lot of Browns games. I, I made a bet. What was the bet? I made a bet with uh, with my brother's wife's brother about the Browns. Brother's wife's brother. Okay. So my si- my sister in law's brother. Yep. I guess that's a lot easier to say yeah. it that way. You're s- yep. One of those on the Browns train, drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. I said seven wins. I fly you from Ohio to. to Seven. Yeah, we said it at seven. Jeez. I mean, I mean, there was no bet. Like, like he didn't get. I don't get anything in return. I just said, I just said to him, if the Browns win seven games, vacation to L.A. You stay with me. I'll pay for everything. And if they don't, I, I didn't even need anything in return. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're two weeks in. They haven't won a game. Right. So the Browns would have to, you know, finish seven and seven. Yeah. Ludicrous. I just don't see it happening. No. At all. No. How, when you, to go to be, if you're not a great team, to be a 500 team in the NFL, you have to win the close ones. Yeah. Great teams are going to go, you know, 14 and 2 if they win the close ones. They'll go 12 and 4, 11 and 5 if they don't. Really good teams, oh, they sneak out a couple of the close ones. They're 11, 12, or 10 win teams. Good teams, you're eight and eight. They're gonna are they a good team? The defense is good. One side of the ball is good. That's about it. The defense will again their defense will, like yesterday, will keep them in games. It kept them in the Pittsburgh game. Can we talk about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's a disaster. Right I made now. I I made money. I don't under. I still. To, we both got this right. Yeah, but I made money because I picked. I was like, I still don't understand the five and a half point spread for the Steelers. So I was like, I can't. I I kept looking at the line. I was like, what don't Did I get? Did you take KC straight up? Straight up. I don't understand. I I looked at the, I all week. I looked at that. I was like, what don't I get? The only thing I think I don't get is that. Steelers fans are psychos and bet their team no matter what. And Vegas is like, we're always going to make their their spread super high. I didn't understand that. It was the most confusing line I've seen in 15 years. Look, I've been preaching. Pittsburgh five and a half point favorites in that game. I was like, uh, yeah, take my money. Look, I'm preaching. It's only two weeks. I get that. How about Antonio Brown's tweet? But they got to turn it around quickly. I mean, did you see his tweet? Yeah, I saw his tweet. Fine, trade me. Something like that. Yeah. Tomlin, I think he's losing them. Let, let me just say this. First of all, great tweet by Antonio Brown because it's true. Fine, trade me. See what happens. But imagine Odell sends that tweet. Imagine Dez when he's on the Cowboys sends that tweet. Everybody, if, everybody's if, talking about the tweet. I know, but if Odell, this is why he's got to go. Fucking diva, blah blah blah. It's always something. But why you got to bring Odell? Why do you? Why I'm you just gotta, saying. Why you got to bring him into it? I'm just saying. This is the the point. Is 
is that I agree with him, but probably not the best tweet. And he's not getting a ton of, like, shit for it. I watched a lot of that game yesterday. Is Roethlisberger done? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe some of these guys in that class are kind of over. Well, I think it's very simple. And I know everybody wants to fucking say, look at Tom Brady. But when Peyton Manning was able to win a Super Bowl, when everybody agrees, he was completely and totally done. He should never have been able to do that. But he had a great team. You, Father Time is undefeated. When you're on a great team, you can get by having lost a step. The whole thing's built around Tom Brady. He's been in this system for fucking 15 years. Belichick knows what he's capable of. Belichick knows what he's not capable of anymore. The whole offense is built around him and the timing, whatever. Mike Tomlin is not Bill Belichick. He's just going, so we should, it's always worked. You just fucking do your thing, and guys hit you, and you kind of shed them, and then you chuck it downfield to Antonio. He catches it while he's fucking doing a split, and then he fucking twerks. It's like, why shouldn't we keep doing that? It's because he's 38. Well, not to mention they did lose Todd Haley. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, but we've seen this from Ben. We've seen, he's, he's prone to have a just, he's prone to have fucking meltdown games. Like that Browns game where there's just six turnovers. And I'm okay with it. But you got to make an adjustment. I've always said Mike Tomlin's highly overrated. Well, if they have a bad year this year, he for sure is. In fact, he might already be on the hot seat. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like they love him. (laughs) Dare I say... (laughs) Black AFC North coaches never on the hot seat. Yeah, I mean Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, Mike Tomlin. I said that last year about Mike Tomlin, or I, did I, say, I think it was yeah, I think I said about Mike Tomlin. I basically called racism, reverse racism. No, you did with Hugh. Is that with Hugh? With and Hugh. people lost their mind. I think I did it for Tomlin too, and people lost their mind. That's what if you're a black if you're a black coach, man, you head to the AFC North. They're not firing you. Yeah. How about those bangles? We missed that one. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals, Ravens, Colts, they've all, there's three games where they've all played, right? The, the Ravens played the Bengals, and the Bengals played the Colts, and then the Colts played the fucking Reds. It's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with any of those three teams. Who's good? Who's bad? I think the Bengals go 9-7. and seven. Which is like, I'm not sure the Bengals are good. Like I'm not. Like I watched that, and it's like AJ Green had three touchdowns in the first half. He finished with like 68 yards receiving. Well, I was rooting against the Bengals with my brother, and his wife was rooting for the Bengals. She was getting annoyed. We both kept saying because the Bengals don't make any coaching adjustments. I've seen Marvin Lewis so many years. I said if they if the Ravens get a touchdown before half. Because the Bengals were up twenty-eight to seven. If they cut it to twenty-eight fourteen, this is where this is where the Bengals lose. Yeah, and I even tweeted that out. And yeah. they and they didn't. Right. But they came back. Uh, 
It's funny though. Matthew Barry, my brother was telling me. That but that's w- also that was also you know what else about that game? But that made me not go. Oh fuck! Maybe the Bengals are it's like it's Thursday. Fucking Thursday is just like a t- complete and total wild card game. My brother said Matthew Barry said before the year AJ Green, don't go near him for fantasy. He's got four touchdowns in two games. I don't think he's. I mean, he's like in his tenth, eighth, ninth yeah. year. He's certainly not washed. But that'll be an interesting division, I think. I, I agree because I don't like. For, to me, that game, I'm like, I don't know who's better, the Ravens or the Bengals. I don't know who's better, the Ravens, the Bengals, or the fucking Steelers. That division is going to be ludicrous. Yeah. What, dude? What happened? I feel awful. I literally just thought the Packers were going to win. I turned it off, and then I didn't even know until later this game was a tie. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, boob. Mike McCarthy, coaching, fail. But the guy on the Vikings missed two field goals. Yes. Doesn't help. And he got cut today. Yeah, and they signed Dan Bailey, right? Yeah. Who apparently had only not been signed because he was, like, looking for too much money, which is, like, it's so stupid. Like, there there were teams that didn't want Dan Bailey because he wanted too much money, and now there's teams that have lost multiple games because their kicker sucks. It's like... Wasn't the dude like the most accurate kicker in history or something like that? How is he not on a fucking team? Now the Vikings got him. But cost him a a win probably. But also, the Packers were up in that fucking game. And they had the chance to ice it. And Mike McCarthy, no idea what he's doing. He doesn't. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. It, it, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. If Aaron Rodgers leaves the game of football with one Super Bowl, the Mike McCarthy, like, it's going to be, that's a 30 for 30. The mismanagement of Aaron Rodgers. The curious case of fucking Mike McCarthy. Like, what the fuck? What happened? Who? I mean, just poor clock management. Giving them the ball back with enough time to fucking tie the game. What do we make of these two ties now? Now, the NFL... Well, they shortened overtime, right? From 15 to 10 minutes. We have two ties. I liked sudden death. In two division games. Like, these are big games. I, first of all, I liked sudden death. And if you're not going to go with sudden death, why not go with the college fucking rule? Why did, why college did, overtime is so fucking awesome. Why did you like sudden death? Why not? I, I, I don't think it's fair of a fucking coin flip. I'm all for the college rule. You realize in these two games, no one scored. Exactly. They would end it in ties, sudden death or not. So this idea that, oh, you get the ball, you automatically win. It's like, it's not really fair. You, what sucks is when you just didn't get a chance to answer. I don't, you, here's the crazy thing. A lot of people are mad about the ties. I don't necessarily hate the ties, as crazy as that sounds. My opinion is this. You have 10 minutes, right, in the overtime. If you can't score, especially as we saw in both these games with all these missed field goals. If you can't score, if one team can't score in 10 minutes, then F you to both those teams. It ends in a tie. What's an extra five minutes? I don't know. That's why I think, I mean, I just don't, 
I just don't think it's the best answer no matter what. But You're saying college, put it on the 25-yard line? Fuck yeah, let's do it. The only thing that kills is your fantasy stats. You're like, fuck, how does this work? Like, now nah, this dude just Aaron Rodgers threw four more touchdowns in overtime. That's a hundred percent why they don't do it. Conspiracy theory. Fantasy football? You think that's why they're not doing it? Yeah. All right. We we glossed over in the Bills. Debacle. Oh, Vontae Davis just left. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Which I got to say, sometimes when I sit here and I try to make you understand things that you don't, I think about retiring mid-show too. Just like, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I mean, Vontae Davis just walked away. Apparently, he didn't like, he didn't really retire. He just left. He was in street clothes walking out the stadium. Yeah. It's like fucking the, the end of Point Break. It's like, we'll get him when he comes back in. He's not coming back. <laughs> like, he just left. Is he ever going to go back to the facility? Vontae Davis gave the ultimate Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish goodbye a fucking NFL career. Vontae Davis, I mean, Irish. That's some Tony Bach shit right there. He, <laughs> I love how no one's going to get that. <laughs> Tony Bach, Irish goodbye the entire city of Los Angeles. My buddy Tony was supposed to come over for Sunday football one day. I called him. He never got back to me. I was like, dude, what do you want to drink? What do you want to eat? I'm making chili. How much do you want? Is fucking, is carrots okay in the chili? No answer. Tuesday, move to Omaha. Later, bro. Like, that's it? No goodbye? Vontae Davis, Irish goodbye. Buffalo. Yeah. The NFL. Here's goodbye the NFL. He Irish goodbye his NFL career. He was like, and then he put out a statement. Like, it's it. You know, I'm so glad God let me play until I was 30. It's like, bro. How bad does your team have to be that you just leave at halftime? I just want to say, in case you're wondering, Bills fans, how bad your team is. In case you're like, I don't know. If we're the-. He left at halftime. This is, this is uncharted waters. Yeah. During the game. I'm out. You know what? I can't do this anymore. By the way, I'm a. I, as I get older, I'm more and more a fan of the Irish goodbye. Yeah. At, at like house parties, fuck yeah, I will Irish goodbye that shit. I mean, I think to me, I'm a big goodbye at the party guy because I feel like that's something. Depending on where you are, people like. It's a classy thing to do to thank somebody, you know, for having you. Oh no 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 no! That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You thank the host. You Irish oh. goodbye. I owe I I don't know you anything. I owe none of the other people there anything. I always I'm out. But like he didn't say he didn't say thanks to the Bills. He just peaced out. He left in his fucking uniform, dude. It's like <laughs> Can you imagine if you pulled up next Just fucking Forrest Gump running out of the stadium? <laughs> Can you imagine if you pulled up next to him in a light in Buffalo and you look to your right and there's a guy in in a helmet and a shoulder pads? With the fucking eye black and then the breathe right on. <laughs> Yo, that's Vontae Davis. No, man, I don't play anymore. Yo, these Bills fans are crazy. Throwing each other through tables, driving around town in full uniform with shoulder pads and shit on. You see they're trying to outlaw the table slamming? Buffalo. Well, first of all, outlaw until you come up with something better, which I agree. But, like, why are we out? It's all you're known for at this point. Table slamming to people retiring mid-game. Man. 
I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. Like ever. Ever. He didn't just leave. Guys, he didn't just leave. He, he retired from the sport. Like I think we need to understand that. He's a fuck this. Is he done? You think he's done forever? You think? I mean, how could a team sign him, right? You, yeah. How could it? I mean, the Pats will probably trade for him. We do have a question in the YouTube comment section. Yeah. I think it's a good question. Does the Irish goodbye qualify Vontae Davis for Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year? Pretty savage goodbye. And he was on a team. Yeah. The, the rules you had to be on a team. Right. I mean, to me, that's up there. Sure. I like it. If it turns out he murdered somebody in the parking lot, he's a runaway winner. What if he what if he what if it what if there's like a leaked video where he body slammed a Bills Mafia fan or he he let them body slam? I mean, him? look, I think he, he's an early nominee. It's only week two, right? A lot of stuff can happen, but it's only week two. You gotta you gotta put him in the running. At least another comment. At least he didn't do a Jeter retirement tour. Think about that. He he Vontae Davis is the anti Kobe and Jeter retirement tour. Yeah. I mean, we got Dwayne Wade coming back for the year now. This we talk about retirement tour. We're gonna get a Dwayne Wade retirement tour now. I hope Goldberg's involved with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maddie gives him a golden converse. Yeah. Here's a golden converse. Here's a golden betting ticket. It's from when I bet seven cents on the Browns in a parlay with a player retiring mid-game. I hit it. Unbelievable. Browns plus two and a half parlayed with a player leaving during the season. I made 49 cents. What other game? Do you want to cover some of these games? I mean... What other, what other games haven't we covered? We've covered most of them. Panthers, Falcons, I didn't watch any of it. I, I saw a bunch. It was, uh, it was a close game for a while. I still think the Falcons are going to be okay. Yeah, well, they won. Yeah. No, I know, but they lost week one. And everybody's, uh, like, I still don't like the Panthers, and I still do like the, the Falcons, and I was like, oh, maybe this game is going to change my mind. And every time I checked in, I was watching it at a bar. I was watching it at Sports Harbor, which is closing. Yo, fool. Um... Yeah, in the end, I think they're just a better team. Pulled away at the end. The Miami Jets, Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are currently in first place. Maybe Mac bet the wrong year. Yeah. Well, I know it's funny because uh, they have the Raiders next. The Dolphins do. Yeah. So it's like the Dolphins give me three and zero. I still don't think the Dolphins are good. I felt like the Raiders blew that game yesterday. Yeah, they did. I watched that. Yep. But that's, I mean, just, it's like it's like Josh Gordon. Like what? I don't know what made anybody think John Gruden was going to be able to coach after 12 years in the booth. I like the move from a fucking PR stunt Vegas standpoint, but I'm off the Raiders on the Khalil Mack move alone. Blow, blew that game. They were up in the, they were up week one. They blew week two. If you're a decent team, you win close games. They're losing them. Well, you don't let a team drive that easily down to kick a field goal. Yeah. At the very end of the game. Didn't watch any of the Colts Redskins. I don't I didn't watch any of that either and I don't I don't know what to make of like I thought the Redskins were going to be okay. I thought like I said, I thought Alex Smith would do what Alex Smith does and make them like a decent team. 
but then have give them zero percent chance of winning a playoff game. But like, how do you lose twenty one nine to the Colts at home? Right? Yeah, that was in Washington, dude. I, I got I got to give a uh, a shout out to my dad. I don't know what weird rabbit hole he went down when we were watching the game last night. He started looking up the attendance of every single game. Why? Because he was curious. Dude, these games aren't selling out. I know Washington didn't. No, but like none of these games. But like selling out meaning what? Being at max capacity? Yes. That's different than selling out. Well, these games normally sell out. He started showing me, he kept holding up his phone. He's like, look at all these empty stadiums. Not empty, but like 70 to 75%. I mean, the story, full. the big story yesterday was that the Redskins didn't sell out their home opener. Yes. But a lot of times the attendance and the sellouts are different fucking things. You know what I mean? Like the Giants are sold out for 20 years. Well, like you're not going to the box office and buying tickets. There are no tickets to buy. But he pulled up stuff like this, and I and I. But then we got in a discussion. Right now, I'm looking at the the stat line for Lambeau Field. Right. It's saying it was only 96 percent full. It was saying the attendance was 78,461. Capacity was 81,000. Right. That's a sellout. But my question to you is it? I, by by definition, if there's three thousand, my point is this: if I then I click on the New Orleans game, it's saying a hundred percent capacity. Right. So this is saying ninety six percent. I just think I find that crazy to think Green Bay. What I'm telling you is, you couldn't walk up to the box office and be like, "Hi, I'd like to go to the game," and they'd be like, "Okay, here, here go to section four eleven. But this, but I'm not disagreeing with you. But I'm also saying, according to this, there's three thousand empty seats. Right. People not showing up to the game. But they no because they include that in attendance. Do they? Yeah, they do. I know for a fact. They that's basically tickets sold. I thought attendance was people going through the walking into the stadium. Uh, no, no. It, I'm, I'm that's a, attending a game. I'm almost a hundred percent sure attendance is just tickets sold. I could be wrong. It's like last week I went to that fucking Reds Dodgers game. They announced the attendance at fifteen thousand something, and I laughed. There was nowhere near. But like, isn't fifteen thousand? For example, the Packers like isn't there? Isn't there a whole stadium season ticket holders? Isn't like a hundred percent of there? Isn't there the like the public purchase of the team? You know what I mean? Like everybody's an owner. Like, don't the Packers don't they sell a hundred percent of their seats to season tickets? I don't understand. I thought they did. That's yeah. why I was all confused. That's why I think that's where the confusion is. I think that they, they do. And then their attendance is 96%. Because we didn't hear the Packers didn't sell out their home opener. Well, here's an article. Attendance figures, yes, tickets sold, not turnstile clicks. So I was right. So according to that, there was 3,000 empty seats. Right. No, I am saying I agree that there probably was. I also think football and baseball and basketball, I think it's all different. I think it's a whole different thing. 
as I mean, are do we have any Packers fans in our in our thing? Because I'd love to know the answer. I thought I was under the impression that like you go to Lambeau, the seats are owned by somebody. Like everybody has their seat. That's what I was. I mean, I was under the impression that's the way it was for numerous NFL teams that have, you know, outstanding season ticket waiting lists and yes. shit like that. That's why I was shocked because my old man kept holding up his phone. He's like, Green Bay, Packers fans. Unless, it's not sold out. Unless Pittsburgh, the answer is like out. they hold off some portion of that and then they can sell those. But that's something I like. I was always under the impression there are, you know, at like a dozen teams in the NFL where it's like, yeah, you want Giants tickets? You want Steelers tickets? Get in line. There's a there's a process here. Well, I think they don't do themselves any favors by the prices. I, I, I think whatever's happening, when you can watch a game at home. Oh, yeah. why? It's not even about watching a game at home. Again, this is a, the same thing we talked about before, fantasy. It's like people are invested in multiple games. Gambling's legal now. Fantasy, pick them. Suicide pools. Well, you're going to go to a game. You're going to miss all the other games. Sunday night, Monday night, okay. Yeah. But 1 o'clock game, 4 o'clock games, just missing seven other games? I get it. I'm not rich. I like going to see events live in person. But more and more, the older people get, I mean, I feel like we're still pretty relatively young at heart. I mean, we're single-ish, you know? We don't have kids. We don't have, like... You got fucking three kids at home. You're like, oh, I'm going to go spend the whole day. I got to drive there. I got to park. I got to go. I got to drive back. I'm going to drink. It's like. It's like a $500 day, too. I'll sit here and I'll watch a game at home. Yeah. I'll watch eight other games. I have Sunday ticket. That's why the whole, like, that's why this whole conversation about, like, the anthem and fucking blah, blah. It's like, stop it. This is not. It's fucking streaming games and fucking Sunday ticket and fantasy. That's why people aren't going. That's why people aren't watching it on some sort of fucking Nielsen box. Watching on my phone. Yeah. Well, Joe, I do want to go see the Rams play in person this week against the Chargers. This is your game? Well, I'm going to go to a couple. This is at Chargers. No, this is in uh, the Coliseum. Now, your boy, Goat on Couch, is coming out here for the Packers game, right? Yes. When's that game? the same week that Navy plays Notre Dame in ah, San Diego. October 27th, 28th. The, the, uh, the Rams have a bunch of great games to see. Yeah. But I was looking on SeatGeek. Well, first of all, tickets were going as low as $4 against Arizona. That's, that's not even a joke. Against Arizona? Yeah. That's this weekend. That's, no, no, no. That was, got was it. last weekend. Right. So I sent you. You're I was saying on, the Chargers this weekend. Yeah, I was on SeatGeek the other day. I found tickets. This is cheap. $96, like 25 rows up, 40-yard line. $96 a piece. Which NFL game, and that's a desert, That's going to be a good game. Home side? It was actually the wayside. It's boring. Yeah, I was looking on SeatGeek, and, and the best part is... $86 when you take that $20 rebate. Exactly. 
So guys, if you're debating going to NFL games, don't because you get a great deal with us if you hop on SeatGeek. I love it because you can see exactly where you're going to sit when you go to the game. Like I said, I was looking. Check out the seats for the Coliseum. That's going to be a 1 p.m. Chargers-Rams game, 1 p.m. Pacific time this week. Uh, just download the SeatGeek app. Enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. $20 off that purchase, guys. That really does help out a lot. So go do that now. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Yeah, I want to do that. I do want to do that Notre Dame game, too. I was debating flying back to go see... Ohio State, play Nebraska. Nebraska just lost at home to Troy. And I told my brother, am I going to fly back to Ohio to see a team that just lost to Troy at home? Did they lose by 40 at Ohio State? By the way, you talk about homers. My little brother is the definition of, we were, dude, you know how like you've hung around my family. Like, you think I got, you think I get roasted? My little brother got roasted. We we were watching the Ohio State game, and my brother Greg's just got roasted because he was defending Urban Meyer. Wow. But but you know but you know how he was defending it. It was the I go to grad school there knows none of the facts. Right. None of them. The river burned forty years ago. <laughs> That's anytime I hear Ohio like a ludicrous Ohio defense, it's like. Uh, that's all I can think of. Forty years ago, get a new, get a new shtick. Your dude, your river was on fire. So then he started. I started telling him all the things, and then he was like, "Okay, well." Then he just goes, "Well, he wins," and like grabs a beer. It's like, dude, I'm not denying that he wins. In my opinion, I think Urban Meyer is the second best coach outside of Nick Saban in all of college football. Like, I think he's that good. But dude, he he. I got to read what he said today. He, he had his first press conference today since he was suspended. I don't know if you saw any of these things. They're the funniest things ever. He just, dude, he's digging that like Hillary Clinton. I'm just going to keep, like, yeah. dude, just fucking just own deny, this shit. Deny, deny, deny. Urban Meyer today, because it was published that there were deleted text messages through all this shit. And I quote, I have never deleted a text message and I have never changed a setting on my phone. I would never do that. I don't even know how to change a setting on my phone. So now Urban Meyer is like, he's claiming he's never deleted a text message in the history of his phones. But he did? Yeah. And how do we know that? Because they all, dude, it's like a thousand, thousand fucking uh, page, you know. Right. Whatever, you know, they do this fucking. What do they call So like, even though there's 100% proof that he did delete a message, he's saying he didn't. Yeah. And he's saying he wouldn't know how. This guy who knows how to run these great offenses. I mean, I'm look, I'm not I'm not saying he definitely like it's neither here nor there whether he does or doesn't. It's like it's your phone, the message was deleted. You did it, somebody else did it. The facts are the facts. If it was deleted, then it was deleted.
So I brought up. He's like, here's my phone. I don't know how to delete things, but if you wanted to delete messages, like, dude, that's me. That's basically me deleting the fucking text message. I brought up me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's it. This is this is the Tom Brady defense all over again. What did I put a pin in these footballs and deflate them? No, but if you fucking told the equipment guy that he's gonna get fired unless he deflates your football, you deflated your football. It's like hiring a murderer to kill your wife. I did bring up to my brother the possibility of me wearing an Urban New jersey to a game. He was severely anti that. Well, he said, if you get your ass kicked, I'm not hopping in. He's like, dude, this isn't Penn State, man. I think he's right. His, his rationale was, I think Penn State people were too embarrassed to confront you because it's child molestation. He's like, this is different, man. You should wear no shirt, and you should just paint on your back, Urban Meyer deleted my jersey. <laughs> pretty good that's a pretty good one also it saves you the money of having to buy an urban new shirt that you're never gonna wear again i know i still got the joe paul one sitting in my yeah. closet do i want to do i want to reveal the idea i had in chicago about, about my, what about my car and the dirt balls what, like demolition derby no the other one what was it? Which, oh which, why haven't we talked about this yet hold on hold, okay okay hold on hold on hold on hold on i mentioned this my brother Greg was losing his shit. I think it's the best idea we've ever had. He was loving it too. He's like, this is amazing. Five seats. Well, I said three. Three? Well, I kind of came up with that recently. Why? You have two seats in the front. You got to have at least, it's got to be at least four, two in the front, uh, two in the back. All right. The all guy right. in the back's just fucking chilling. All right. Well, hold on. Let's, let's discuss it. So I nonchalant. I think five, and I think you should have a draft for seat position. Obviously, passenger seat would go first. Driver's seat would probably go second. Bitch would go last, right? I nonchalantly, when we were in Chicago, because I'm getting rid of my car at the end of the year, I wanted to do the demolition derby. But before we even do that, I nonchalantly said to Prano, we should do a contest where we put dirt balls in my 2000 Toyota Corolla Whoever lasts the longest, you just stay in the car. Yeah. It's not turned on. Just stay in the car. Whoever can stay in the car the longest. I mean, maybe we crack the windows just so nobody, like, dies. Yeah. I mean, this legally, this has to all be worked out. Wins, like, a great prize. Like, like Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, Joe was saying, like, two Super Bowl tickets. Like, Super Bowl tickets. Like, I'm, all, I'm about, like, if we get people... And tweet at us and message us. If we get people out, like, I would legit do this. Like, I would be, I would say, like, let's get sponsors. Like, let's get Super Bowl tickets. Let's get a fucking hotel room for the night of the Super Bowl. Airfare. Like, I'm saying it's got to be worth it because theoretically, people might have to shit and piss in this car. Well, that's what I want. Yeah. I want people shitting themselves. So my idea was who can stay. And, but, and I'm talking about, like, okay, if there's, like, a break or whatever, it would be, like, a break, like, Every 10 hours or something. You know what I mean? No, I don't want breaks. I want... I mean, there's are, there are some human rights violations, but still. No, that's why we would cover ourselves legally. Okay. There, this would all be... There'd be a massive... See, I think when you, you break, you can sort of extend it. Like, if it's every 10 hours, like, you get a break. You might have people in there for four days. 
So yeah, the, the idea was whoever can stay the longest in my car, like Prano was saying. But nothing can get taken out of the car. Only thing, things can only go in. Nothing can come out. You want food? It's going in the window. Food, wrappers, shit, piss. The whole the car just continues to fill with dirtball dirtiness. Yes. Now I don't know where we would do this. I don't know where the car would be parked. Somewhere where people could visit it. Yes. And look in. And and we were thinking hypothetically, again, this was just an idea. I'm not saying this is going to happen. Put like a GoPro. Of five of them. In the car. Yeah. So And have some live feed. I love this idea. I'm all about it. You, you and I quote, when I said it, Ruther, this is the best idea you've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. We got. We need five. Seriously, five. See, I was thinking three. Why? Because I. That makes it. First of all, you let them rotate. No. Two in the front, one in the no. back. No. Or two in the back, one in the front. No way. Five. There's some sort of draft position for seats, right? Because guys are going to be able to move around once one guy taps out. Then there'll be room. Imagine if the two guys tap out in the back. Before the two guys in the front, suddenly the guy in the back seat, he has the whole back seat. He's laying down and shit. It's so, there's so much strategy. But there's also, like, I'm not paying if a dirtball who, let's say, lives in, like, Iowa. I mean, you get, they got to get themselves to the car. That's what I'm saying. The whole point is that they're going to win a, a Super Bowl, banana, like, some glorious prize. Pack. Or do they win the car? I mean, who's going to want that car after five dirt balls are shitting and pissing in it for five days? <laughs> they want to take the car home with them. It's yours. Or we take it to the Demolition Derby. Yeah. I think the last guy, if he wants the car, he can have the car. Would you, would you drive, like he's, this guy's going to drive a car back to Iowa that five kids shit in? I'm like, I'm good. It's a, it's a 2000 Corolla. I don't even want it as is. You don't even want it as is. Fuck no. I think we should have him do it in Savage Town, just in my parking spot. Great. I don't know how your neighbors are going to feel about that. But I'm all about it. I think this is the best idea we've ever had. I need five legit dirt balls. Considering that the, we pri- might have the prize pre- package would be absurd. We might have prematurely announced this. Again, I would need to... You agree. We like. I would need to get a legit written up legal document protecting you protecting me protecting dirty sports we gotta wash our hands clean of dirt ball shit and piss yes yeah and and I don't I'm thinking maybe sometime during football season I could probably I could probably swing us two Super Bowl tickets okay there's a, that's a good start it's in Atlanta this year I could probably swing us two Super Bowl tickets so if we hooked up GoPros, could we create a live feed? Yeah. So that you could constantly be seeing what they're doing? Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> Just putting it out there, dirt balls. Joe and I saw what you guys are capable of. Dolphins fans, your team's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Get on it. We've seen you in... Cowboys fans that have been tweeting at me how I disrespected you with my four-win prediction. Get on it. I'm just saying, we've seen dirt balls now in New York, Cincinnati, Chicago. 
we've seen the clientele that we're working with. Oh, God, would that car smell. Can't wait. Five? I was thinking three. I just don't even know why you would ever think three. There's five seats. Okay. The strategy alone. There's just there's so many layers. Yeah. The more people, the more layers. What, like, all right, think about it this way. You're one of the five. You get the first overall pick. What seat are you taking? Driver's seat. Driver's seat? Why would you take the driver's over the passenger seat? I would immediately be set. I'd be like, passenger seat, obviously. Why do I want the steering wheel there? Yeah, good point. <laughs> See? So much strategy. You just took Aaron Rodgers with your first overall fantasy pick. I'm like, what? I'm taking your running back. Like, Trunk. But then, but then, like the back seat. Do you want? What if you think you're going to outlast a couple people? Do you want the back seat? Suddenly, you have half of a back seat. Suddenly, you have a whole back seat. There is a strategy. I think it's the best idea you've ever had. All right. Well, we need to. I'll start piecing together how this would work. Got to give a shout-out to Coach O, though. Big huge, win. Huge win. Nobody predicted that. What was the final? It was a one-point win, wasn't it? Field goal at the... At the end. Tiger on Tiger crime. In? Uh, at Auburn. I told you, that was... As far as college football goes, I texted you. I go, that's a game. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, it's just LSU, Auburn. Those are two teams I can get behind. It's a great game. N- no offense though for LSU. Uh, people are still saying LSU no offense. I mean that's just their, that's just their thing forever, right? Run the ball, play defense, turn the fuck like have Zach Mettenberger or some other fucking shit dick under center. Dude, we gotta go to a game. Where at LSU? My mom's, You're all about it. My mom's friends were up in town last week. They're from Baton Rouge. I've stayed there before. Like, Andy, you gotta come down here and enjoy some football game. You're like, why are you talking like that? That's how we all talk now. They're so turnt. And then my mom's friend called yesterday on their drive back. And she's like, we weren't joking. I go, I know you weren't. And I'm like, I'm all about it. They left so much jambalaya. It's all I was eating yesterday. Jambalaya is good. That they made. They literally had pounds of it they brought frozen. That my parents can just heat up. So good. Did you see the uh, Did you see the Coach O video from the locker room? Like one of the guys was like fucking Instagram living or Snapchatting or something from the locker room. Coach O's in the back going, "Fuck them, fuck them, <laughs> fuck them other taggers. Only one, only room in this cage for one attacker. This is like a dirty sports uh, car thing. You can't have, you can't fit five dirt balls in this car. You know? No two Tigers in this Corolla. Only a room for one Tiger in the back seat, and that's them uh, Bayou Bengals. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them other Tigers. Trying to sleep in the back seat of a Corolla with my Tiger. Only a room. This town's only big enough for one Tiger. Damn LSU Tigers. I'm all Team LSU, man. Yeah. They got. They have a tough schedule. Was there any uh, other exciting college football? Like, as anything, what's the big news so far? You, I gotta say, thank you for the NFL for abandoning this whole anthem thing. I'm so glad I don't have to care about college football because I, I would have had to watch football. 
Well, I did watch the the Ohio State TCU game. Give me the top ten. It's the same shit, man. Is everybody in the top ten undefeated? Today, yeah. Today's top ten. Alabama. Uh, yep. Clemson. No, Georgia. It depends on the poll. Let's do the AP poll. I like the AP Alabama. Poll. Yep. Georgia. Yep. Clemson. Yep. Ohio State. Yep. Uh, who's five? I don't know. I mean, o- Wisconsin lost. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That was a huge loss. Wisconsin lost at home. Yeah. Six LSU, yep. seven Stanford, eight Notre Dame, nine Auburn, ten Penn State. So Auburn's still nine even though they lost. Yeah. Okay. Or this isn't new. Yeah, it is. This is new. This yeah. came out today or yesterday. It's the same shit, dude. Yeah. It's the same teams. Great. I know people love college football. They can't do it. I'm can't just, do it. I'm just happy to be back here, man. That You talk about sacrificing. I made the first two weeks of the NFL season, I was not in the smut studio. That was a sacrifice that I made for my friends and family. I'm just saying. The ultimate sacrifice. I think that's dying at war. I made, I made it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I know. It's not. Well, I, by the way, I made that joke. My mom actually laughed. And then today. What joke? The ultimate sacrifice joke? I said, Mom, I gave up the first two weeks of football to be here. She got it. And then today at uh, the airport, the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky airport, which I love to say, she goes, dude, I go to buy a pack of gum. And she goes. Wait, was your mom at the airport? No, with no, no, no. That that was that's a, that's something I'm saying. I made that joke to my mom yesterday, but then when I went to buy a pack of gum at the airport today, the woman goes, "Would you like to donate your change to feed the troops?" And I don't know why I said it, but I just go, "No, I hope they starve." Wow. And she looked at me, and she awkwardly laughed. And I go, you know, I'm just playing, right? And she goes, yeah. And then I was ready to say, well, my brothers are, you know, I was ready. To I don't do- even understand the, qu- what does that mean to feed the troops? I don't know, bro. That sounds like a scam. What troops? Not the United States military, right? She just said troops. Why did she say that? I don't know, man. I got to look this up now. Feed the troops. We spend trillions of dollars on our military. Are these troops not eating? Are they not spending that money on food? They're just buying new planes, bro. Feed I, the I, troops? No, I don't think it's a fucking organization. Then what the fuck is this bitch talking about? She literally said feed the troops. Well, she should kill herself. That's not a fucking organization. You want to feed the troops? She's trying to pocket my 22 cents change? Yeah, I think she was. Bitch. Trying to steal money from people? Yeah. On the troops? Did you see my artwork I brought back? I did. I don't know what the fuck that is and why your parents decided it was frameable. <laughs> it's me at age five. With no abdomen. Just <laughs> leg to head. <laughs> just fucking keep pull that up here? Put it on the live cast, bro. Let me grab it. This has got to go on the wall. Is this a self-portrait? It says Andy, age five. I made this in 1987. 
Or is it, I mean, do you have no neck? Like, I don't know what you're missing, honestly. My mom is getting rid of all our old artwork. Your one arm is coming out of a leg. So that's just leg with an arm out of it. That's a weird thing. This is out of maybe your chest. So then you just have like, I mean, you have no bowels whatsoever. Asshole, gone. Yeah. I mean, I was five. Yeah, I get it. But five, I mean. Were you a, were you a regular Picasso over no. there? All right, Prano. I'm, I'm going to be this for Halloween. <laughs> it's my Halloween costume. Green shoes, yellow tights, orange gloves, orange green face paint. Also, I like that you did do everything. You did do the whole body, but then like there's no background on the face or the feet. Your feet and face are visible. <laughs> I wonder how I chose the colors. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is this going up on the wall? It'll go somewhere. I mean, at this point, you're just being like, what can I put up that chick's will question? She's like, what the fuck is that? Did your nephew do that for you? I did that for me at age five. This is my own artwork. That's why I brought it. I knew you could rip on it. You got to put it up in the bathroom. That's not a bad spot. Yeah. Well, look, dude, we got to load this. We got to watch Russell Wilson play. Great. T minus an hour. Can't wait. Anything you pushing? No. Uh, Joe Prano on... Instagram, Fix Your Life on Twitter, JoePrano.com for shows. I think I'm back here in L.A. until uh, mid-November, and I'm going back to the Bay. Unless I cancel that trip because the Giants just really suck. But I think I'm going to go for Giants at Niners Monday Night Football. They're going to really suck. You think so? Yeah. How many wins do you give the Giants? Five, maybe. They won three last year. Yeah. What they do? They added Saquon Barkley? Well, they won 10 the year before. They, well, they won like, 11 the year before. Right. I Look, I think there's a lot of – I think the Giants have a lot of issues right now. I think you should trade for Russell Wilson. I have no interest in that. <laughs> I, have no, I have no interest in having thir- – like downgrading from 38-year-old Eli Manning to 27-year-old 38-year-old Eli Manning. I don't, oh. want, I don't want Russell Wilson. Oh, that, that is offensive. Yeah, that is offensive that you just I mean, compared that, Russell. That was that was basically. Let me let me ask you this real quick before we wrap it off. It was basically Russell Wilson's stat line every game. If Russell Wilson's on those two Giants teams, do they win titles? No. Ah, uh, okay. I don't. I don't think they do. Okay. I don't. I mean, let's be honest. The the eighteen and O team. Come on, talk about. But a lot of people, a lot of people love to go the Russell Wilson no weapons. Can you imagine the Russell Wilson excuses when he's throwing a fucking Steve Smith, a, a Plaxico burst that doesn't practice? That fucking. I'm just saying, I can see Russell Wilson breaking that sack and heaving up that fucking hail mary that David Tyree catches. That's all I'm saying. When he breaks that sack, he's he's off and running and trying to get a 26 yard gain on fourth down with his legs. Yeah, that's why we're different. I I knew you were going to say you don't think they win those titles. I mean, I don't based solely on two things. The Giants got the ball back down late, had to drive down to win both of those games. He had that opportunity in the Patriots Super Bowl. And instead of the Ahmad Bradshaw ticking knee at the fucking one, kick a field goal, he's throwing slants to the other team. 
Agree to disagree. Team Russ. Guys. Well, Bears defense is pretty good. Let's see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. DirtySports.com. At Andy Ruther on all things social media. We would love to see how you feel about the show and iTunes reviews. And I want to say, guys, I'm sorry about the koozies. I was literally away for 12 days. I just got in. Koozies will go out this week. If you're owed a koozie, I've not forgotten about you. I promise. And uh, send us more screenshots of using our promo codes because I'll keep sending you koozies. All right, Dirtballs, that's the show. Look into the eyes of... (laughs) I can't. can't. I'm not saying this guy. I mean, I think this guy thinks Ryan Fitzpatrick's good at this point. There's two of us. Me, creepy, no abdomen guy. Team, Team Fitzpatrick. I'm going to put the chain on him. All right, Dirt Balls. Thanks for listening. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.